NBA playoff time, everyone. It's the final four. Who is going to win this? The Nets are gone. The Lakers are gone. The Sixers are gone. Who is next? We will tell you. Welcome to the June 30 edition of Father, Son, and Holy Sport. I'm Gene Man from Ohio. That is my man T Money from San Francisco. What's up, T? What's going on, G Man? Excited to be here. What a great week of sports. I mean, we had a, an eight-hole playoff in golf. We got the Euros going on, and all in the middle oh. of this is some crazy basketball and football rumors. So it's it's just awesome. Good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when you get excited, man. We got a jam-packed 30-minute show for everybody today. We have Ross v. Ross, where it's getting down to decision time for Aaron Rodgers in the next couple weeks. Oh, yeah. What will he do and where will he end up in the coming season? We're almost two months away from week one of the NFL season, man. It's coming on. We also, yeah, we have the T. Ross Chug and Chant, T. Money getting a, after a Bud Light for everybody. <laughs> T. Money woke up Clipper Nation a few weeks ago and this time he's got a little talk from one of the best guards in the nba about his future also we're going to give you some big picks for the games coming up this weekend going to help you win some cash like we always do oh, and yeah. one of the fun segments try to stump t money and the wound wise trivia of the week t we got a question for you, you should nail this question man okay bring it on let me think here bring it which on which undrafted nfl quarterback Went on to have the best pro career. Which undrafted NFL quarterback went on to have the best pro career? I know you know this. I was going to put a double question on that just to make it tough, but I was feeling in a good mood. I said, let me just get, let T-Money nail this thing. Okay, so I'm nervous. about that. <laughs> ah, okay, so you're not, you don't have it down yet. Okay. I'm nervous. We'll see if our fans know it too. You fans out there, you think about that question and see if you can beat T-Money. Hey, y'all, if you like what you're seeing every week, go and like and subscribe us out at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, all the platforms. Look for us at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Hey, we're oh, yeah. gonna start off with the Ross Rundown. What are you thinking about, T Money? What's on your mind? Yeah, man, let's get to the Ross Rundown. I mean, it's been an exciting week, but we first got to talk about the Hawks and Bucks. They're playing as we talk right now. It's Tuesday night, but are the are the Hawks just outmatched versus the Bucks, Gary? Well, they're certainly outmatched now without Trey Young. Trey Young sitting out tonight. And, you know, the bottom line in this series, I think, is that the Giannis is delivering. You look at some of the superstars playing in this tournament, Giannis is delivering. In the last 30 postseasons, Giannis is third all-time in 30.10 rebound games. He has nine of those, 30.10 rebound games. Shaq has the most ever in the playoffs, 13. And Hakeem is second with 10. And Giannis has nine. He's playing well. He's leading this team. Got to work on those foul shots. But outside of that, uh, I like what Giannis is doing. Well, are they outmatched? <laughs> I mean, I, I love it. I are, love it. Are, no, are hey, awesome? man. You know that I got the Bucks to win this thing. The All Bucks right. are going to win this. The Bucks are going to win this. You know what I don't like about the Bucks? They lack that killer instinct, man. Just like tonight. They, do. they went down 15 to four. Like, what are they doing? 
Close this thing out, man. What are they messing around for? They don't have that killer instinct. They got to get okay. that if they're going to win so, it all. So that's a no from Gary that they're outmatched. I'm going to go that, yes, they <laughs> are outmatched, even though I agree they don't have a killer instinct because the Hawks barely won and Trey played in a phenomenal game and Chris Middleton had a bad game. The Bucks are now blowing out the Hawks and beating the Hawks, even when Chris Middleton plays well and plays bad. If Trey doesn't have 40 and 10, the Hawks are dead in the water and the Bucks just look like they can win any sort of way. I think they're outmatched. So I, that's what my head's at. I think the Bucks are going to the finals. I think this might be five games, especially now that Trey's out. Um, but yeah, I think they're outmatched. You're riding my Bucks now, man. You're riding my Bucks. It's like the, the Red Sea parted over here that they don't have to play anybody <laughs> hard. I don't know. Yeah, Kyrie goes down, Harden's hobbling on one leg, Philly doesn't advance. Well, I but think it's that's I think that is one of the secrets to the Bucks' success is they have not had the injuries. They had the one injury early on, right at the beginning. Yep. But for the most part, those guys have all been healthy all the way through, and that's been one of the keys to their success. It's been a key to success, it seems like the whole NBA, not just the East, too. But let's talk about the West while we're at it. The Clippers coming back again in an elimination game now can the clippers compete the comeback again can they complete the comeback g absolutely they can do it again they have more double digit wins when they're trailing in a series in nba history six times they have won by double digits when they were down in a series this team has that killer instinct they do not give up and they got some young guys that are the same way as Kawhi. They're carrying Kawhi's attitude into this whole thing. And Paul George has to keep playing. He's got those young guys around him. Paul, It's Paul George versus CP3. Who's going to cement their legacy here, man? Which one of these two guys is going to step forward? I like the Clippers. I totally agree. But do you see them winning? Yes or no? I got to I got to hold you to answers. If I had to pick, if I had to pick a winner, I would pick the Suns. But I will not be surprised if the Clippers win it. All right. Well, I I think they might be able to. I have not been high on the Clippers at all because they just they should be winning these games. They should be. And I'm not surprised. But the way they've acted in the regular season, the way they've acted in early in all of these series throughout the playoffs, it's been nonchalant. It's been a real roller coaster. But I credit, credit this all to Ty Lue. The guy in his pl- playoff career is 10-2 and two in elimination games. Phenomenal. Yeah. He has just been crazy good. I don't think the Clippers, though, have enough to come back versus Suns. I think the Suns just had a bad game, unfortunately, at the wrong time. I just can't see them completing another comeback down 3-1. That's only happened a handful of times. Funny enough, against the Clippers last year. Uh, but yeah, I don't see it happening. It would just be wild if they did, but it's been it's been great. So yeah, it has. And when they lost Kawhi, I thought it was over, but no, man, they still got it even with Kawhi. What about Kawhi sitting up there in the stands, man? Does that flip you out that he's up there in the box, you know, with his family and stuff? He's not on the sideline. You look at the game tonight, Trey Young sitting there on the sideline with his team, but you know, I don't know. Kawhi doesn't want any attention on himself. No, he doesn't. Maybe that's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, who knows? Who knows? But let's move on here. I got, I got a situation yeah, let's move on. for you. It, yeah. Back to the East here on a team that got kicked out on a bad, bad beat by the Hawks. 
Philadelphia, man, Simmons looked horrible in that series, really got exposed for not being able to shoot or make a free throw, got scared at the end to even go drive and make layups. What does Philly need to do here, G? Do they have to trade Ben Simmons? They need to make a move because Embiid's getting old and Embiid's kind of fragile. They got to make a move and Bede's got three years left. I mean, this guy's yeah, just so boy. injured so much. Uh, they got to make a move. Do you know that there's only two players in NBA history to the, that have more rebounds and assists than Ben Simmons in their first 275 games? First 275, only Luka. two players, Oscar Robinson and Magic Johnson. Only two players that have more rebounds and assists. You know what the problem with that is? It's rebounds and assists. The guy can't shoot, man. The guy can't shoot. Yep. I mean, I I totally agree. Both sides need a fresh start here. Joel and Ben, I I mean, it's it's unfortunate for Ben Simmons because there's only really two superstars that I can think of in the entire NBA that he does not pair well with. And it's Joel Embiid and Giannis Antetokounmpo. I can't even say his name. But it's two guys that clog the lane. He needs shooters surrounding. He's a LeBron James type. He needs ball in his hand, drive and dish, drive and dish. Any other superstar in the entire league, he is good with. But unfortunately, he got drafted to one of the few teams. He might even be able to work with Giannis, maybe, because Giannis isn't so much in the paint. But Joel just clogs it up, and you can't have two of those guys. You got to trade him. You got to trade him. And you look at the next step and you say, man, his trade value is disastrous. Nobody really wants him because unless his trade value is way down, let's put it that way. I wouldn't say anybody doesn't want him, uh, but look at it. Look at, I got an idea. I got an idea. Okay. Let's, let's look at the shooting percentage of free throws. Okay. Do you know his playoff free, free throw percentage is 34%? Yep. Uh, there's only time. one guy worse than him. Only one guy in the history of NBA playoffs worse than him that shot at least 50 attempts. That's Ben Wallace in the Pistons. But Simmons is lower than Shaq. I He's know. lower than Wilt Chamberlain. Those guys were, were low, but not as low as 34%. They were below 40%. But here's my idea, man. Those guys were both centers. I say make Ben Simmons a center. Make I him told- a center. The guy's 6'11". I told Giannis you. is 6'11". Anthony Davis is 6'10". Make Ben Simmons a center. I totally agree, and that's why I made the LeBron comparison. He needs to be more point forward than point guard. He needs to be in the lane, distributing from there, almost Draymond Green-esque. I think for him, though, the trade value thing, I think that's mainly in the media. I actually believe behind closed doors, a lot of these GMs are probably thinking, man, this guy's been a multi-time All-Star. He's been All-NBA. He's 24 years old and I have him locked up for four years on a contract. I actually think he's a very solid asset and actually has great value because he's already an all, he should have been defensive player of the year. He was second. So he's already a top two defender. One of the best passers in the game. He's tall. He can rebound and assist. I mean, if he gets a decent shot, He's an MVP type guy. So I think if you're thinking at it from that, he's 24. I think he's actually very valuable and you could trade him for a guy like maybe Damian Lillard. Can't you can't shoot 34%. Remember Hackashack? You can't 30 shoot 34%. You're going to get hacked. I know. They had to take him out of the game at the end of the game. 
I'm not disagreeing took, with you, Gary. He was on the bench in the fourth quarter. They took it's, him out. It's bad. He needs to That's get in bad, the gym man. and lock himself in there. Supposedly, he's skipping the Olympics. He should play for the Australian team. He's skipping the Olympics to focus on his game, which seems like he's never done in the past because he's never. Which is amazing. Better, Does that so. amaze you that he's never worked on his game? I mean, crazy. So we'll see. Hey, man. Let's move on. Those are some good topics, man. Good job. Let's move on to see you chug some beer, bro. Let's go to the T-Ross chug and chant. (laughs) And T-Money's going to go up to the rooftop. See you in a bit, T. This segment brought to you by Help Me Startup. Do you have a startup or new company idea? Why not get help from the experts at Help Me Startup? Try the easy-to-use startup tools and advice to help you get moving and on your way toward investment and success. Learn more at helpmestartup.co. Okay, let's go up to T-Money. High up on the San Francisco rooftops. Let's see how windy is is this this time. It's time for the T-Ross. Chug and chant. Hey, G-Man, thanks for sending it up here to this beautiful rooftop in San Francisco. I got someone I want to talk to here on the West Coast. But first, let me get this Bud Light here in this chug and chant. Woo! All right. You know who I want to talk to? West Coast fellow here. My guy a little bit north of me, Dame Lillard. Man, you got to get out of there, Dame. You got to get out of there. All right. The past six years, you've averaged over 25 points a game. You made the playoffs the last five years. That's great. What happened? Oh, you only got out of the first round one time. Other than that, you won three out of 18 games. You can't, you can't win with CJ next to you. Your big man's always hurt. Your coaching was bad. You got Chauncey Billups, but that's, you don't know if he's good or not. He's never coached. He's only been an assistant. You got to get out of there. You got to get with another superstar, or you got to force that team to make moves that you want to move. It's time for the hard decisions, Dame. It's time for the hard decisions, Portland. It's a little windy up here, and that's because I'm causing a breeze downwind from Portland. They're bringing it down here, pushing the wind at me because it's all them screaming. They don't want to lose their superstar. But I'm sorry, Dame, get out while you can. Portland, you did what you could, but it's over. G, tell me you agree. I Hey, I do agree with you, T. I agree with him, Dame. Hey, when you get the whole staff of Father, Son, and Holy Sport telling you what to do, you got to listen, Dame. And uh, Team Money's coming back here. I I agree, man. Nice chug. But, you know, I also think it's a good thing for the Blazers. I think it'd be good for the Blazers, man. They get get some young talent that comes in. They get some, you know, decent young players that come in. They get some draft picks. I think it'll be good for the Blazers. I think it's I a win-win. No, I'm I'm 100% on board. I was going to say that. I think this is good for both si- sides at this point. I think there's no way they can get better at this point. I, I don't see how the Blazers can get over that hump. I think it's a great fresh start for both, and they can get maybe the best haul ever for an all-star. So I think this is a good move for not only the Dame, but the Blazers. It's a great chance. We can all see it coming, and you just brought that out, man. You brought it out. It's a great champ because he's going to get stuck there forever. Yeah. So you're right, man. Get out now. Get out. You're, you're, it's a great advice. Hey, I got three teams I think he can go to. Let's see what you All think right. about this. Uh, first one is a team that did not make the playoffs in the West. And their star is getting a little nervous. I'm looking at New Orleans, the Pelicans, 31 and 41. They did not make the playoffs. 
Word on the street is Zion's family is telling them to get out. Uh, listen, Dame, team them up with Zion and keep Zion happy. You bring Dame in there. What a combination that would be. What do you think about that? I really do like that move, but you'd have to get rid of Brandon Ingram. And I'm not sure what's left after that. You'd have to sign and trade Lonzo Ball potentially to get some sort of other wing space in there. I, I like it. I just don't think Zion's ready yet. I, I really like it, but I feel like he'd be stuck in that purgatory of the six to eight seed again. I just think he needs a better running mate. He needs an all NBA running mate. Zion's great, but he's not a top 10 guy yet. And I think that's what Dame's looking for. He's not looking for another B plus player. He's looking for an A plus player. Uh, he, he has the most upside potential of anywhere Dame would go. He has the most upside potential. So Zion would be the guy, man. If you All right, give me the other two. Hey, my other two, my other two teams are in the East. They're teams that were in the playoffs that just didn't get through. I'm thinking first the New York Knicks, man. Dame and Julius Randle. Julius Randle, you know, he, he had a good. Uh, I mean, Dame would just he would kill it in New York, man. They would love him over there. I agree, they and would they could, love him. But they could bad. pull in some other free agents if Dame went there with Julian Rand, Julius Randle. They could pull in some free agents in the offseason. Once again, you got to sign and trade Julius Randle. Go get a new all-star. Julius Randle's not even a B. He might be a D as a star. So okay, first, my last so my last not. idea is the is the 76ers, man. Ben Simmons for Dame. Ben Simmons and some other players for Dame. Dame comes in with you all Embiid. I, I think Embiid needs a needs a run and gun shooter, man, out there. I totally agree with this one. I like it a lot. I think that is probably the most likely trade happening. And let me give you one. I really All like. Right. Um, I like, like Jamal Murray and a couple picks here. Give the Nuggets a real chance to go for it. You got Michael Porter Jr. as your third guy. Now the Portland gets a couple firsts, maybe a young player, and they get Jamal Murray, who's kind of a Damian Lillard but younger, and a point guard. I think. That could be a great move for both franchises to still keep all-star power. And man, would the Nuggets with Jokic and Lillard be a crazy combo? I really like that move. I think that's a great, I think it's, you got to look for some some center, some big guy to match up with them. That's a great one. Yeah, I like that one. I'll keep Dame out West where he might like. He might like to stay out there. Yeah. Hey, let's go on to Ross V. Ross, let's see what you got here All right. for Aaron Rodgers, this is really heating up, man. He's got to make some decisions here soon. That's why we wanted to make this a topic because it's going to happen. Something's going to happen here soon, and we're going to see that things are going to start unveiling themselves. Uh, so what do you think in terms of the best landing spot for Aaron Rodgers? All right, I'm sorry, Aaron. It's Green Bay. You got to stay, man. <laughs> you got to stay. I don't know. I know you're frustrated with this, this club. It's annoying. They are, they're old heads. They're just some idiots stuck in their room thinking about 10 years from now. And I feel for you. I feel for you, but man, you were in the conference championship two years in a row. You were 13 and three, two years in a row. I mean, some of this has got to be a little bit on you too, my guy. I mean, you got to play better in these spots. You're the damn MVP. You have an all-pro <laughs> tackle, maybe the best left tackle in football, maybe the best receiver in football, top five running back in football, maybe the best corner in football, all-pro D-end. I mean, 
yeah, you, need, you got a little holes here and there, and they don't go splash free agency, but my God, you should have beaten Brady in that conference championship this year. You should have. You played a better first half. I'm just saying that there's a little He's bit had of opportunities. You've had opportunities. You got to stay in Green Bay. I don't know where you're going to go to get many better options at, and the power that you have there. I think you got to <laughs> stay in Green Bay. Well, you're going with chalk because if you look at Vegas, the chalk is Green Bay. No, no, They're, no. This, yeah, I don't are. care. I don't care odds or trade value or anything. I'm saying best team hey, for Aaron Rodgers. I know. I'm just telling you, you're going with chalk. I'm not uh, so, betting. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're telling me where he's going. I, you're I'm saying, saying I don't care what team to put him on that would need him right now. I think that's the best spot for Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to give you the best spot. Green Bay is the current odds-on favorite to win by far. They're minus 220. And the second is Denver Broncos at plus 175. They've got the third most cap space. The fourth most cap space is the Browns. But you know what I'm going with? The odds-on favorite, the fifth in the odds race to get them, the Washington football team is 28-1. to 1, But they got cap space. They were seven and nine. They got knocked out of the wild card round. They scored 23 points in the wild card round. They got into the playoffs at seven and nine. And you got you remember that. If mm -hmm. they score 10 more points, they win that game. They were a playoff team in 2020. You put Rodgers on that team. They got Fitzmagic there. Fitzmagic would be a great backup. Rodgers would kick butt in Washington. They'd kick butt in that division. They'd win that division. I, I really like this move. I, I think it's great. I totally agree uh, that they, he would fit great. The defense is phenomenal, which Aaron Rodgers always wanted. He's got Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson, two solid wide receiver running back. I don't hate this. I'm not going to argue with you. Like, this would be a great move for him. That'd be a great move. I, I agree. But like I said. Go get him, I, Washington. If I could I, do a chant, I would chant to the Washington football I team. Know. Go get I, him, man. I agree, man. They should. I mean, especially because they could give Green Bay a bridge quarterback to Jordan Love with Fitzmagic, which would be solid. You know, two first-round picks, maybe a, a running back. I don't know what the hell they do. But I like the move. I like the move. But like I said, I just think Green Bay is better. I know, but you know what I just saw last week? They, they did a survey of the Packers fans. He's starting to lose the Packers fans. They did a survey. 30% of the Packer fans think he should not be the quarterback in the upcoming season. 50% of the fans said he should not have been consulted on the Jordan Love decision, the draft decision. And 45% think he should be traded. I think his attitude, the his all-about-me attitude, I think he's burning bridges and he's burning them with the fans now. Okay, well, it's not fans good. can shut the hell up. They're the Green Bay doesn't realize they're the luckiest franchise. They're the luckiest goddamn franchise in the past 30 years to go from Brett Favre, a top eight quarterback all time, to Aaron Rodgers, a top four quarterback all time. Like, do you realize how lucky of a franchise you got to be to do that? Like, for 30 years, you have one of the best quarterbacks in football, and these spoiled motherfuckers want to see say, oh, hey. let's trade him. Are you kidding me? Congrats on and Jordan Love. I hope you love him, literally, because hey, he's going to be trash. easy, man. Hey, I'll tell you what Green Bay has to do right now. They need to go sign Devontae Adams. Do not let that guy go. Hey, man, here's his numbers. He's a 22, 2022 free agent, all right? 
He's making 14 million per year. All right, he wants 24. I would lock him up, man. Lock him up for 24. Here's the top receivers in the NFL in terms of pay. Number one is DeAndre Hopkins from the Cardinals. 27 million a year. This is average annual salary. 27. Julio Jones is second, 22 million. Keenan Allen third at 20 million, tied with Amari Cooper at 20 million. Those are the top guys. Give Devontae 24 and lock him up right now. I agree. You need to sign Don't Devontae. Don't mess that up. They let him know. go. That would be It's going to be interesting to see. I think they keep Aaron for one year and trade him next year. That's just my opinion. But All right, man. Let's keep going. Let's go to the picks. Right. Last week, we had the U.S. Open. John Rahm wins at six under. Only 12 players are under par. G-Man told you Kepka. He finished fourth at two under. I almost got the victory, but fourth, that's respectable, T-Money. Yeah, Kepka, nice pick. We talked about Kepka and Bryson and the whole matchup, and Kepka got the best of them. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm team Bryson. I wanted to go Rom last week. I liked him a lot. I think he's the hottest player in golf right now, but he, I didn't want to go chalk. So, uh, good, good. Well, who you like to Rom? So, and I, I felt good about Kepka. Let's go to your pick of this week, man. Who are you, who are you leaning on to get right. you out of the hole? All right. I'm going on Friday, the final eight of the Euros, baby. We're going <laughs> over the football. Yeah. Italy All right. versus Belgium, I like baby. That. Italy I like just it. beat Spain as the underdog, or Belgium just beat Spain as the underdog. Italy didn't allow a goal. The entire Euros broke a record uh, until this last game. They're, Italy's solid on both ends. I really like that. You know, the Italian. Me and G, man, we're Italian. Uh, Italy's yeah, yeah, favored, yeah. Italy's favored minus one. And I'll, uh, you know, for one goal, one goal, I'll take them to win 2-0. For All right. You like Italy in the Euros goal. on Friday. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. What's your saying, man? What's your Italian saying about eating the apple? I thought What's it was a You know, it's my, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the woman eats the apple baby the woman eats the apple i love that hey i'm gonna go off track like you did i'm gonna go off track i'm going to the nhl man for Ooh. my pick we're going to the stanley club cup playoffs the tampa bay lightning versus the montreal canadians the lightning are big favorites to win the stanley cup they're up 1-0 right now they should go up 2-0 wednesday night when you guys get this tape all you fans It'll probably be Wednesday. Wednesday night, they play again. I'm guessing Tampa's up 2-0. They'll leave their home, and they're going to go Friday night into Montreal. And you know what they do in Montreal, man? Ole, 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 <laughs> ole. And they're going to take the roof down. And Montreal, go with Montreal Friday night. Take the points. They're going to get points. Take the points. Montreal. Montreal going to cover for you, my friends. Or Lightning. Montreal at home, coming home. All right. You said they're going to be down 2-0? They'll be down 2-0. They're coming home for game three, must-win situation. All right. Montreal went to three overtimes in the last series against Vegas. Three overtimes. They won two of them. Uh, but obviously, if they won that they lost, they lost by one. They're going to get probably one and a half points in this game. They go to overtime, they're going to win. And I'm going to tell you that Josh Anderson – the 6'3", 220-pound winger is going to score the winning goal. All right. I love it. Friday Man. night. Montreal on. on the points, baby. 
And yours is Friday night, too. We got a big night Friday big night, Friday. man. Big Friday. Big Friday. I'm going to be watching for Italy. I love that pick. And we'll see if Montreal can hey. get back in a groove when they get back home. Let's move on to the Wound Wise Trivia of the Week. See if all you fans and team money were thinking during the show there. WoundWise IQ is a patented mobile, mobile imaging and analytics software app that's used by leading physicians and nurses caring for people with chronic wounds. Just download the app from the App Store. You are ready to go learn more at WoundWiseIQ.com, baby. All right, Team Money, which undrafted NFL quarterback went on for the best pro career? Who you got, oh, man? man? I hope it's Kurt Warner. You are correct, T. Yes. <laughs> the greatest show you, on turf, baby. That's right. That's right. Super Bowl MVP. That's right, man. Woo. He Kurt Warner, the only undrafted player to be named NFL MVP and Super Bowl MVP. Played that, the CFL. That's, that's all players. And when you look at quarterbacks, he's the only undrafted quarterback to lead his team to a Super Bowl victory. Yep. Yeah. He was, did you know he was cut by Green Bay in their training camp? He came out of college. He wasn't drafted. Went to Green Bay. They cut him. Yep. They played, <laughs> in, the, played in the CFL. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, so he ends up playing in three Super Bowls. He becomes the first quarterback to throw for 400-plus yards for the Rams in Super Bowl 34. Inducted mm-hmm. into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2017. Almost won a second with the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, so a couple other names on the list you might recognize. Warren Moon. Warren yeah, Moon. I was going to say Warren Moon or Doug Fame. Flutie. I don't have Doug Flutie on my list, but I have uh, no. Warren Moon went into the Hall of Fame in 2006. First, he was the first undrafted quarterback to, to make the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Warren Moon. And another one who you guys all hear announcing now out there, Tony Romo. Tony Romo was one of the better. Played at Delaware, uh, right? Or no, that's Joe Flacco. Uh, he was signed in 2003. He didn't start until 2006. But was hey, that, man, that was my next guess. That was uh, a little bit for you in the trivia. Good job, man. Team Money. I tell you, the guy's tough. I need to get a two-tier question going again because you're too good at it, man. <laughs> hey, we hope you all love the show. You know that we love you. Thank you to Wise IQ for sponsoring our Trivia of the Week. Thank you to Help Me Start It for sponsoring the T. Ross Chug and Chant. If you're interested in being on the show or being a sponsor, let us know, man. Next week, we're going to get you ready for the NBA Finals. Who will it be that we'll be talking about? And if you like the show, press the like and subscribe button at Father, Son, and Holy Sport. Team Money, have fun watching Italy, man. All right. You two have fun watching Montreal. Great week in the sports. We'll talk to you soon, G. Ole.